Welcome back to another episode of the SGA podcast. It feels like it's been a really long time uh, since we've last uh, did a podcast. Here with me is Arthur. Say hello. Hello, friends. Uh, Dad. Hi, everyone. Nick Choi. Hello. And Strahovski Kai. Yes. We are here today to talk about the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home. This movie came out like three months ago, right? It feels like it's been so long. <laughs> I, uh, Not three I don't really remember this movie. Three weeks, three, okay. Three, three, four weeks ago. All right, well, blame it on stupid Nick for playing golf. It should have been two <laughs> weeks ago when we recorded this. Nick, we didn't ask. Did you watch it? I watched it this morning. Oh, no. oh, of course. And I think we just got a late entrance from <laughs> sorry. Alyssa. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Right, right, right on time. We we're doing introductions. Welcome back, Alyssa. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So just to prep up uh, Far From Home, this is the first Marvel movie after the epic uh, Avengers Endgame, um, and this essentially starts off with Spider-Man dealing with coming back from the blip, and uh, I guess I actually missed the beginning of the movie <laughs> because I walked in slightly late, oh, but I'm assuming Lord. he wants to go on summer vacation because he went through a lot of trauma from Endgame. Is that right? It's a kind of a class trip. Kinda. Okay, class trip. Okay, sounds good. Uh, but all of his class, all of his close classmates, they all got blipped, right? Just well, you have to explain what the blip is. It's this is the post snap world. Yes. I mean, no, people listen to this. Same age and... But was it explained whether or not for sure Ned actually did get snapped or not? Yes. He did. Well, yeah, he he's he's all the same, same age. age. Yeah, they're all the same age. I know, but didn't we just didn't we talk about in the end game where it seemed like he was like, "Where have you been?" Not like, "Holy shit, that was crazy." It was like, "Dude, I missed oh, yeah. you." Oh, you know what he did? He did, they did say he was blipped because he was like, "Oh, five years ago, that was just a little kid, and all of a sudden now he's like a big guy." I don't get it. Remember what? Talking yeah. About the, yeah, there, there, talking about there the, are a few kids that were blipped and some that were not. Ned was definitely snapped. Right. Okay. Spider-Man. A few other kids weren't, and then that's it. But all of his all right. circle of friends—they all got blipped, essentially. No, right. they did not. No, they got they snapped. Did. Yeah. Correct. They got snapped. Snap blip. It's the same well, thing now. No, well, no, no. You, there's a there's a distinction. So. Really? And they they explain it in the movie. This is. God you, damn it! You, this, did you, I miss this? You definitely <laughs> missed something. Yeah. Shit. There's a distinction. And the beginning was actually like super funny. <laughs> it was. It was. So okay, let me let me explain here. Then okay, Anthony. Uh, so, it's the the blip is what the civilian population call the the disappearance, right? The snap is just something that you know the people who are, who are fighting Thanos. I don't even think they call it the snap, but that's what generally they refer to, right? That snapping of the their fingers. But you know, the general population they don't they don't know they don't know what's going on. They don't know really who Thanos is. They just know that people disappeared and then people came back. So they call it the blip. So. That's just civilian talk. It's pretty much the same thing. Not, <laughs> you just told me the same it, thing for it, both it, definitions. 
It is, but there's a distinction of, of the audience. So the general population of the Marvel Universe, they don't, they don't think of or know of the snap. It doesn't exist. They just know that people, they have to call that event something, so they call it the blip. So They don't call it the snap either. They don't call well, it the snap, the, but they call wasn't it Wasn't the blip the specifically blip. referring to the people when they came back? It was like they blipped so. back in space. Yes. Yeah, I think we're all, yes. all, sure. you guys are all talking about the same thing. Yeah, what the hell? This is a waste of time. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the goddamn movie. <laughs> Jesus. a huge waste of time. Wow. <laughs> all right, let's move I, into I the movie. <laughs> well, for someone who didn't watch the beginning, then you have nothing to say, uh, Anthony. But anyway. Boom! I said you got the same goddamn message. It's the thing where everyone disappeared. Okay, and came back. Okay, whatever. Let's start. I'm going to attack your screen. My wife can't talk to me about health insurance. What? What? I health insurance, man. Let's go, let's go. All right, all right, all right. So, let's, having said that, Nick Choi, let's, uh, let's hear what you thought about Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, like that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you said you had to go talk to your wife about health insurance, so you're up first, fool. <laughs> uh, uh, I like the Overall, I had the sense it was, I mean, because, uh, you know, Endgame was so good that it just kind of, like, is a little anticlimactic. But it was still, uh, overall, you know, I thought it was a good movie. I, thought, I felt like it was almost two movies. It was very, the first half, I was kind of bored. I was like, oh, it's a very, it's like teeny movie. And I know they were setting up for that kind of a transition, but like the fight, the fight scenes and the bad guys were so generic. And I was just like, eh, it's okay. I was waiting, kind of, I was kind of waiting for it to pick up. And when it, when it, when they actually, you know, the change happened, it became more of like a, more like a, a superhero Marvel Spider-Man movie. Then I kind of got more into it. I liked that uh, big um, first scene when, you know, they're doing that kind of uh, all the optical, you know, um, those holograms and stuff with, with Spider-Man. I thought that was a really good scene. And uh, Question, question, Nick, while you're on yeah. that topic. Did you know who Mysterio was at all? I had no idea. I, I thought okay. he was a bad guy. Then in the beginning, I was like, oh, he's a good guy. And I was like, oh, then I kind of got the sense. Of, everything was so generic that I was like, oh, he's probably going to be. But. You know, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was really good as well, playing that, playing that um, bad guy pretending to be a good guy kind of thing. I thought he did yep. a really good job. He, yeah, uh, he I didn't agree. overdo it. He didn't make it cheesy. So it actually, I was kind of questioning. I was like, oh, is he actually a good guy or something weird? I thought that maybe something bad was going to happen to him. I didn't. Uh, I thought he did a really good portrayal. Um, and uh, I like that the chubby Asian dude gets a uh, a blonde girlfriend. That was that was very. That was good. That was inspiring. For diversity um, purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I like the second half. I mean, yeah, I didn't know that character at all. You know, when I saw the <laughs> when I saw the trailers, I thought Thor was in it. <laughs> what the hell? I, I, I was trying to avoid. I was trying to. I didn't try trying to avoid the trailer, so I was like closing my eyes and everything. And then so, someone said something about Mysterio. I was like, oh, I thought that was. I thought that was Thor because I just saw like flashes of a guy. Qu like, a question on that. that: Did anyone else watch the tra trailer? I, I meant to watch it again, but I hear the trailer um, actually they show a lot in the trailer. I, I skipped the the ones later on. on okay. Yeah, I didn't watch any trailers. I only watched the first one, but that's it, and that didn't okay. show much. Okay. Yeah, I heard one of them showed like the the last act or yeah parts of the last act. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Any, uh, what else? Next? The yeah, the second half I thought really made up for. So I thought some of the first half was really, I thought it was kind of cheesy, and you know, I I, I like I thought they did a good job making it seem kind of like a teen movie, 
Um, that's the feel I got from it. But the second half did a good job of making up for it. I thought his like look, that dome and everything was kind of cheesy, but it all made sense later when they showed how it's all, you know, being, you know, it's just like an illusion. When, and uh, uh, I really like the last fight scene when he um, relies on his, uh, his spidey sense. What is it called? The, the Peter t- <laughs> Peter Tingles or something? Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was really good. That they really made it. Uh, that that was like my favorite part of the movie because he just, you know, he really does it on his own and he he uses his his, his what makes him unique that that Spidey sense power to kind of get through it. And he was it was really um, he became more of like a I don't know more of a man, not not so much of a kid. <laughs> like yeah. In the end, and um, I didn't. I I was trying to figure out how it all fit together. I remember those the guys in the end where the the end credit scenes, the extra scenes. I don't know if you guys want to talk mm-hmm. about later, but they're from Captain Marvel, right? And they were. I don't yeah. know how how it all tied together at the end of Captain Marvel, like what happened to them and stuff. So. Well, really that talking. movie happened in the '90s, and essentially they haven't. Well, we as we don't know, but they they've apparently been on Earth ever since, and and I guess at some point, Talos and his wife played Sam Jackson or Nick, whatever Nick Fury and uh, Maria Hill. It's so it's to be like just this time, right? They're not like uh, we don't know. I actually we kind of don't know. Like it could be just this time, but they can also retcon and go back and change stuff. So I also didn't understand. Is it is this is this supposed to be a sequel after this? It looks like they set it up for a sequel, right? Or is it just they just did that? Uh, for who? For Spider Man? For, for Spider Man, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's I a this sequel. Is the last one. No, there's at least one more and whatever, countless more probably until oh, something happens okay. with the license. Yeah. Until he dies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Until he well, supposedly they have to they have to make a billion dollars in order for them to keep the rights or something like that. I don't know if that's. Yeah, it, it, they already hit a billion, so. Yeah, easy. But I mean, Marvel Sony would be Sony would be stupid to unhitch their wagon. Yeah, it's still going to be all made by the Marvel. Okay, okay, yeah. I think that's it. You know, I another thing is that when I walked in, it was like I was I was watching by myself. So like a lot of those parts were. I think you guys mentioned the the beginning was like really. Fun. I thought it was really funny too. But I was like laughing by myself when they're playing like the Whitney Houston song and like they're opening up the movie. But I was like, there's no one in the theater with me. <laughs> oh, when did you like, watch it? When did you watch this? Morning. <laughs> in the morning, like Friday morning during work. Monday. No, this morning. Son this morning. <laughs> this morning, Anthony. God damn work. it! Oh my god. Um. Hey, you're you're podcast. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. Cool. Uh, sounds like you enjoyed it. Uh, since we missed him last time. Kai, are you? Can are you we just skip over that one again? <laughs> <laughs> best, best podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm. All right, Kai. I'm gonna give you like 30 seconds. What did you think of Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Avengers Endgame? All we got oh, from you was man. a goddamn score. Yes. In the 30 seconds, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I actually recently just saw the extended cut, so I had some like refreshment on what happened in the movie. Oh, you you went uh, back to the theater to mm-hmm. watch it? When yeah, it re- released. Nice. 
Um, and I apparently there's like an 18 second scene that they put in the movie, but for some reason I mentally didn't see it. Like I just didn't, I just couldn't see it. Um, and then they did like this whole Stanley tribute at the end, which is really cool. And then they do like this really, there's this other cut scene that they did. It wasn't completely mastered, but it's the a scene one? that they, yeah, the Hulk one. Um, and then there's like a whole separate video, um, independent of the movie that I saw where there's another scene that the Rooster brothers had cut from the original movie that wasn't going to be a part of the extended either, um, where they make like the whole death scene with Tony Stark a little bit longer. And I agree. It was kind of awkward. It was good that they kind of cut it. So, Oh, it was the one that Ronald posted. Yeah. 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 That the, one. The, the bowing, the bowing one, right? The exactly. Kneeling, so. the, everyone kneels. Yeah. Yeah. That one. So, but it was really awesome because like, you know, just going through it again, like the buildup is it's so important just because it just recalls like the amount of work that the MCU had done. And I had forgotten the fact that um, Captain America gets to use Mjolnir again. So that was like I got to kind of like mentally like relive that again. That was really cool that I got yep. to forget and then see him do it again. And then just the whole just the impact of the scene where Doctor Strange comes in. All that stuff is just um, really awesome. So just as a movie, as, as a spectacle, it's just great to kind of see everything get wrapped up. And um, it's just, it's yeah, it's just a movie you can really enjoy. So I'm happy nice. that they succeeded with that. Um, definitely kind of interested to see how phase two or phase four goes. Because um, now they're, they've kind of like elevated everything. But I mean, they I think they've earned a lot of the work that they've done. Nice. All right, on to Far From Home. What did you uh, What did you think? Um, so coming from Endgame, it, I think it's you know, Nick kind of mentioned it at the beginning. You kind of have to like come back down a little bit. But I've always enjoyed like these one shots. Like I really enjoyed Ant Man. I really enjoyed some of the other films that you know kind of scope down kind of what the world is kind of dealing with at the moment. And Far From Home really did that. I think one thing that I personally really don't like, but I know that the film did really well is really capture this like feeling of teenage angst with, with Spider-Man here. Um, Cause he portrays that really well in the first one. And then in a different way in the second one, because here he's trying to like, look, I'm a kid. I really want to do these things. I also know I'm a superhero. I'm still kind of reconcile that, but at least it's not like because I'm sad and I have a responsibility to uncle Ben it's, you know, we've moved on from that to something to more like, I'm trying to be a kid, but can I be a kid and a superhero at the same time? And that's kind of how he explores it. And that he, they really capture that feeling really well, where I'm just like, oh, this is so awkward. This is so uncomfortable. I hate this kid, but I know what he's going through. And we just have to like watch him go through all this. Um, and I really enjoy like the, the big battle scenes with Mysterio. Um, but it did kind of like, it did kind of suck to have it just be like a total illusion. Um, Cause I, I don't have, I have no background on the Mysterio character. Uh, I would assume that he's obviously not a illusion based character in terms of like literal technology illusions in the comic books. Arthur can correct me if I'm obviously wrong here. He is. Um, um, as in like a literal act, like did they actually do a literal representation of him in the movie? Uh, it's a little bit different in the, cartoons and comics he uses like these cube cubes mm-hmm. well, he uses that... everything he's a special effects master so he okay, uses everything yeah. from 
he uses everything from like practical effects to technology. There's no real limit to, or you know um, specifics that he does. Whatever he does, whatever he'll use whatever to make you know illusions. So, but he's a special effects guy. He's not he's not an actor in the comics, I believe, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. but he's there's like no superpowers or anything. No, yes, he he's okay. he's a regular human person who uses you know special effects technology. Mm-hmm. Give a better mm-hmm. word, and that could be it's anything. A- it's a little bit almost like, I mean, even the scene in the movie, it's, it's a little bit almost like Scarecrow, right? When he's, yeah, yeah. He gets ga- like when he uses his gas, it's like fear yeah. and just got all illusions, kind of like crazy stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good point. He, 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 has, he actually has used like chemical based uh, illusion stuff. So it makes you think like it. So bringing up Scarecrow is actually a good point. But that's not his only shtick. Like Scarecrow, that's mainly it, right? He uses mainly chemical fear weapons um mysterio has but not always he'll use anything Mm -hmm. so anyway keep going thank you for that um i mean other than that i i love jake gyllenhaal i think he played the character really well um you just whole time you just really buy into the fact that he's like obviously borderline crazy he's building this weird world that pretty much no one's really with him like even his own team like very quickly was like okay he's kind of going a lot further than we really want this to go um and he's got like this whole grandiose plan that only he's trying to run and everyone else is just kind of like hopping along um and i actually really enjoyed the budding relationship between him and happy um because of course like peter and happy yeah peter and happy um (laughs) because obviously it's like a very obvious like you know, replacement of the foggy figure that Tony Stark is gone now, but it felt like it didn't feel forced. It felt very genuine. Like, you know, happy looked like he really, you know, cared about Peter and Peter really felt like, you know, like this, you know, when he, when he called someone, when he was like in the middle of nowhere, like I knew right away it was him. And like, you knew it was just like kind of the right, the right feeling um, for the pace of the movie. So I really enjoyed that. I think they really nailed um, the character development for for a lot of the core pieces here: happiness, uh, Peter, and um, Jake Gyllenhaal, and uh, as a villain, uh, and of course with the the end credit scene that we'll probably talk about. Um, but I think the one thing is, I even though we got like a relationship out of him and MJ, I don't think there was like a lot that we got out of progression with the character in the movie. Besides, like the payoff, I guess, is really just him and MJ. Um, and then him. Wait, maybe, progression like, of which character? Peter Parker. Oh, Peter. Yeah. Um, besides him, maybe learning to not like blindly trust people all the time. Um, I felt like, and maybe it was because of the end credit scene that made it really obvious that you know we didn't really walk away with anything new. Um, yeah. But I would agree. Uh, I think that's about like the only thing that could, you know, when we already two movies into this, that's about like, the only thing that I could uh, maybe pull out. But at the same time. I think it's a good cooldown movie. Nice. Okay. Um, who's next? How about Dot? Dot, what do you think about the movie? You're on... Oh, wait. Hello? I mean, he's unmuted, but... He's unmuted. I don't know. Can't Where is hear he? you, fam. All right, just oh, he's talking up. All right, uh, Arthur, <laughs> you're up. What did you think of Far From Home? Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it felt like a a John Hughes type of uh, coming of age teenage movie. So mm-hmm. I'll agree with what Kai said about 
you know, trying to figure out my life, uh, coming back from this crazy event, being dead for five years, and then having this battle sequence, uh, end of the world. And then now I'm just trying to reorient myself to a life. Um, I still think, and you know, you guys, I, I harp on this. Sometimes I think they're still being cute about not mentioning Uncle Ben at all. I don't need another origin story, but it's like kind of acknowledge his presence a little bit. You know, you have these little cute things like, oh, look on the suitcase. It's BFG or BFP. It's his, it's his initials. Ah, thank you. Um, but, you know, that's fine. Um, I mean, I, do hope, I, I also feel like... to that because it's intrinsic to his character. That's all. I agree. Uh, I, I also feel like they are really trying to replace Uncle Ben with Tony in this Probably. series. Yeah. Which and I kind of like I'm weird about, but... I, I mean, I'm okay with it if it's only a certain situation, but it doesn't fit the character because he's not, he doesn't become Spider-Man to appease Tony Stark or want to look up to him or, or live up to him. He, he did it yeah. because, you know, he failed an important lesson and his family member paid the price. That's right. core to his character. So yep. to me, it's like, look, you don't need to regurgitate Uncle Ben, but, you know, acknowledge him a little bit. Like, or yeah. have May and him say, hey, you know, I miss your uncle too. You know, that kind of thing. I don't need a lot. Hey, fool, it's uh, Aunt May. Don't, don't call her May just like... <laughs> Okay, okay, you know. Like All Peter right, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't exactly. be so casual. Only happiness. <laughs> happiness. Oh, only happy gets to do that, yes. But anyway. You know, I um, agree with you, Arthur. I was one of those guys who who was okay with them not mentioning him in the first movie and not too much through it. But I feel like getting this far with him as a character in the MCU, I, I almost feel like they're doing a disservice to the fact that Uncle Ben is a character in the universe, which I think they're being cutesy about it. Um, but I'm I'm kind of... It, it kind of doesn't seem right. It, it almost doesn't seem right too that, like you said, they're almost trying to replace what what Uncle Ben was with Tony, um, and, and it just again it just feels like uh, the whole idea of they're they're making Iron Man or Tony Stark the everything in all the MCU, and I just it it just doesn't feel balanced for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah, and I'll and I'll speak to some other thing related to that anyway later on, but you know. I still think the rest of the movie still works aside from that part of it. I hope in the next movie they actually acknowledge him a little bit more. Um, but I really like the way they portrayed Mysterio. So what you guys said um, was great. Now, obviously, you, know, you guys know I'm familiar with the comics. So I go in knowing that Mysterio is bad. I just don't know how. So my thought was, okay, who are these elementals? Are they real? Is he teaming up with them to make himself to look good? in order to do something else later on. And it turned out to be, those are just illusions too, which, okay, that's kind of cool. I was surprised because um, those could have been anything. Could have been an alien. It could have been whatever. Um, but I, I really, really like the way they portrayed Mysterio because he's not a character that's very, can be easily, easy. Yeah. easy. Yeah, exactly. He's not easy to translate into a, a physical confrontation because in the books you can be creative, but he's not a physical threat. So the way to articulate the level of uh, threat that he can be uh, you know, take some creativity. So I love the way that they used, you know, technology to do that. Hey, and, there, what's, uh -huh. what's his, uh, what's his, what's his uh, origin story real quickly? Um, I think he was either an actor or a special effects person. And I think he turned to a life of crime for some reason. I forgot exactly. And then Spider-Man was just one of those people who always, you know, <clears throat> got in his way. And then uh, Mysterio also joined up with other villains, like Sinister Six, and, and he's teamed up over the years. But he's basically a regular dude with, um, you know, he knows special effects technology. <clears throat> um, and he's had lots, a lot of other stories as well. But I loved the whole warehouse sequence. Okay. You know, that was like amazing how they, you know, did that crazy um, 
you know, the warehouse fight scene where everything was faked. And, you know, the, it was really psychedelic and trippy. And that's exactly like the way that, you know, when the comics are the best, to really illustrate that Mysterio can be like that. He can, you know, truly turn your world upside down and you don't really know what's real or what's not. And I really think they articulated <clears throat> his, uh, his threat level uh, with that scene and also explaining it that, hey, I'm using technology to do that. So I really, really like that. And I'm also glad that they went all in with this crazy costume. You know, the fishbowl head, uh, the purple cape, the eyes on the shoulders. It's like, they didn't really change anything. I'm like, cool. They really went for kind of like the gaudiness of it. And I agree that Gyllenhaal <laughs> played it really cool and charismatic, but wasn't like over the top um, or, <clears throat> or odd. And I like the fact that... Odd, yeah. Yeah, and I like the fact that the crew that he chose, um, I mean, one of the scientists, they even reached back to Iron Man 1 through a, almost like a throwaway character and had him come back, right? That's kind of cool. And I feel like they're, they're using Marvel's past, meaning the MCU past, to tell stories in the future, which is kind of cool. Like, it's kind of like what you do in the comic books, right? You'd use your continuity to tell new stories. So they're make, you know, they made him to be like a, a disgruntled employee of Tony Stark, Okay, that's fine. You know, that's kind of cool. So I look at Civil War a little differently now than before. Uh, I'll, I'll read Iron Man 1. I'll watch Iron Man 1 a little differently before because now you've taken these two characters who were in the past in the background. Either we didn't see one or we saw one before. who was a throwaway character. Now take a more prominent role. So I like the fact that they take, you know, opportunity with their MCU continuity to tell new stories uh, with characters. Um, so aside from that, I think overall, I, I think what... Dot, or not Dot, but uh, Kai and Nick mentioned, like, it's a great movie in terms of um, lower-level threat. Um, I liked all the jokes and the gags, the humor. Um, there was a lot of Easter eggs. I actually didn't see some of them, but they're referencing a lot of comic book numbers, publication dates, uh, first appearances on license plates, on gondola license plates, and things like that. So you can tell the director, I think it was John Waits, John Watts. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a fan of the, the material, which is great. You know, props to him for that. Um, Two things I actually didn't like, um, you know, I can live with it, is um, I found it weird that after that battle, he would take off his mask and hang out at the bar with this guy in public, uh, in costume. And that, mm -hmm. you know, he wouldn't think that anybody would kind of associate what happened on the news with these two guys. That was very odd to me. Like, I expect you know Peter <clears throat> to be a little more conscientious. <laughs> that kind of I bugged kinda me a little bit. I kind of thought that too, but... They were, you know, there was like a, that parade or that festival going on. So everyone was wearing like weird costumes, you know, even though it was all fake. But like, I sure. thought that too. I was like, oh, it's weird that they'd be in that bar, but like wearing those crazy outfits. But then like, it was supposed well, to be like, they're, uh, everyone else. They're, yeah, they're also publishing that on the news, right? So, you know, he had yeah. him flying around and then he was also flying around that costume. So I would have thought, wait a second here. You guys are pretty, you know, ca casual about just being in public looking like that without anybody questioning you. So that kind of oh, bugged me a little bit. Spider-Man with, Spider with his mask off. Right. Yeah, exactly. So Peter was off with right, his mask right. off, and he had a black suit. And Mysterio was without the cape, but he had his green and purple digs on, right? And they're hanging yeah. out at the bar, and they're, you know, there's they're public people. I mean, they're his people, right? But you, know, you wouldn't think Peter would be like, wait, 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 shouldn't we not be so open about that? So that kind of bugged me a little bit. Um, yeah. And the other part that bugged me was that whole scene with Peter and MJ on the bridge at, uh, in the UK, uh, the London Bridge, I think, was it? Oh, oh yeah, well, he, he, yeah, he's unmasked, right? Yeah, he's unmasked and in, they in kiss public, or... oh, yeah, and yeah. there's nobody else on the bridge. And okay, <laughs> if it's quick, 
okay, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. you're like, this is just really, really weird to me. He's so careless, careless. about that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. When and, I watched it too, and, and I was like, mm, that, come that, on. Yeah, that bugged me. And there's nobody else around, right? You can't tell me there's not even yeah. a single person around either watching or nearby, and that they're the only two people in that area. And they have this extended moment to themselves. I'm like, that, that kind of bugged me a little bit, but I can live with that. Um, the only other thing I, I will say, and, and I'm hoping, uh, is that I really hope that in the next movie, if not future movies, is they ramp him down to the point where he has to be a little bit more self-sufficient. Because in this movie, you know, given the circumstance, he can call on Stark technology. He can call on Happy. But I don't want him to always have that kind of out. Because, you know, Spider-Man's best, among his best characteristics is he can figure things out on himself and he can improvise, yeah. right? Yeah. But if he always has that, oh, I'll just call up Happy to bail me out. Or I'll just, you know, have a Stark tech delivered to me to bail me out of the situation. Then, you know, that kind of weakens the character a little bit. So I really hope that it's not, it's only for this movie and that in the future, he's really, you know, relying on himself um, to, to get himself out of a situation or to figure things out. And not be so reliant to, um, you know, his uh, his uh, what do you call it, father figure or his deceased father figure. Um, one last thing I'll mention is the Easter egg about uh, with J. Jonah Jameson played by um, J.K. Simmons. That was awesome to see him back. Yeah, uh, at the very was, end. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think anybody hmm. can play J. Jonah Jameson as great as uh, J.K. Simmons. It was just awesome to see him back. So, and I'll stop there. I'm sure there's more to go. So. Well, follow-up question for you and Dot, right? So how would you imagine them reintroducing Uncle Ben at this point? I would say they don't have to reintroduce him, per se. Um, I mean, whether they do a flashback or not, I think you can do it in any kind of way, and then it depends on who you cast. Uh, I would just say at least talk about, like, you know, mention him in, di- in conversation. Like, if he's having dinner at home with with aunt may you know talk about it or if they're having an argument or something like that and then you know aunt may is always like it's funny so here's the thing right i understand the context of this movie but aunt may was always at least kind of worried about peter going off and stuff but in this movie she didn't really seem to be that worried he comes back from this european trip all this stuff happened on the news and she's worried about the parking spot of her car getting a ticket instead of peter's safety right it's kind of like okay kind of strange um at the very end um i would have expected aunt may to be a little bit more worried given the situation and the fact that you know she lost one family member so that's one way to perhaps introduce his presence without actually having to go into it more like you know have the two of them talk about it or maybe they have a conflict of opinion or something like that and she's worried and he's trying to be protecting his secrets whatever yeah um, at this point i don't even need to see him i don't think they need to exactly even cast him they just have to kind of talk when they, they don't even really say his name yeah um, just say look you I know, feed him in here and there yeah acknowledge it right right that's even, all it even is even if you have tony you say you know with the loss of uncle ben you know i almost sort of start looking at you know tony blah blah you know whatever but just make make an out outright mention of it that's extremely direct or have a conversation um uh, a very you know, um, honest one about it, and then just move on. And then I yep. don't really have to hear it much again. Yeah, but it does seem like they're tippy toeing around. And it's like Arthur said; they're almost like, you know, pussyfooting the whole thing. There you go. Agreed. Yep. All right. Uh, thank you, Arthur. That sounds like your audio is working now. Uh, what did you think of Far from Home? 
Yeah, so when the, the movie first started up, I was actually pretty concerned. I felt like a lot of the dialogue and where it was going, I thought was a little concerning because it seemed to me like they were throwing out, you know, some jokes here and there, and I didn't feel like they were really hitting, and, and the quality of, of the dialogue didn't seem right to me. I also had hoped that the end scene of the first Spider-Man movie where he sort of reveals himself to Aunt May was, a you know, a joke, and she wasn't really going to know only to find out that she she really does know. And, you know, I, I just get this feeling that, you know, in today's superhero movies, nobody really cares about the super or secret identity thing anymore. And then this was just going to be another example of one of those things. Um, so, you know, I wasn't, wasn't Which you're okay pleased. with or you're, you're not okay with, I'm generally point. not okay with it. Um, because I it. really do believe in the whole, you know, we, we have, we have identities, secret identities, so that we can have a life outside of the life of the Cape and to protect the ones we love. And I think that this whole so many people know about you um, seriously compromises what you're trying to do as a hero and really does crazy endanger the people you know and love, right? And, and this movie is no exception to that. Agreed. Um, by the time I got to the end and how many people actually knew, I was just like, you know, kind of threw my hands up in there was saying, well... I guess that's how it's going to be. Uh, I don't like that at all. Um, but that doesn't mean I didn't, I didn't. I didn't like the characters, or I don't like the movie. I thought the movie was was pretty good. Um, I agree with most of the comments that have been said so far. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal, you did a really good job. Um, and also, I thought that the movie was relatively well written in the sense that I thought it was really weird all the way up to that bar scene where you know he's sitting in there with Mysterio um, and they're wearing their costumes with their their masks off and and i thought geez you know again everybody's gonna know who the hell you are you're just on the news for goodness sakes um but it turned out it was you know an illusion still not great because everybody who works with um mysterio basically knows who peter is now too and it just gets much worse if you really really start to think about it good right? point um however um it, it still was relatively clever these are definitely Raimi type villains in a lot of ways, this one not so completely sympathetic, um, but th- there's sort of a, a, a quality about the way villains are written for Spider-Man, which I think is actually quite good. He's potentially going to come out of the MCU with one of the greater um, rogues galleries for the superheroes, and I think that's good. Um, but I, I was a little bit bothered by how even though his uh, Mysterio's crew um, were happy that they duped Peter how sort of silent they were when he kind of went psycho really quick and said, you know, lots of people are going to have to die to make it more serious. Nobody really challenged him. You know, these are really just corporate people. One, they're, they're cut of a money or felt they were wronged. They're not really murderers and, and evil people, but they seem to be not necessarily okay, but, but not stand up enough to go against what, you know, the craziness that Mysterio seemed to be headed towards really fast. Well, um, Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, I, I think they they kind of yeah. stood up to him, didn't they? but he, he kind of threatened them, basically, right? He like kind of put a gun to their head. A bit, yeah. A you bit, can yeah. you can argue that, sure. Um, but it it still seemed, you know, other people have told me the same thing. I just it it just yeah. didn't sit right with me somehow, right? It almost seemed too easy for Mysterio in a lot of ways. They're, and, of like, and, techie, they're just a bunch of techie kind of nerd, like you know, if someone like threatens them, they're not going to stand up for themselves, really. Right, because they're all just kind of, 
a bunch of engineers. Right? Well, I mean, if you're a regular guy and you know you just gosh, like I found a way to make money to get mine, I just it's, isn't it kind of reflective <laughs> that isn't it? It's a good point. Isn't it kind of reflective of, and I think that it, you know, the villain actually works even better. But I don't know if they're obviously they're not intentional about it. But in this day and age of what's real, fake news, and all that stuff, and you know, being able to frame the message the way you want, and he's kind of like that. It, I feel like it's very timely. Um, and I, don't, I think it's a very obviously unintentional. I don't think they, they said, oh, let's you know, make this villain very much like uh, what's going on in the world today. But I, I think it, it was, it's able to add to his character a little bit more. It resonates more. He's, he's that That's interesting. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe means someone else. But I, I hear what you're saying. And I see what you said now. And, and I do think it's a consequence of who the Mysterio character is, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's all about illusions and, and you know, um, smoke and mirrors and things of that nature but um you know i i thought they did a good job the peter tingle thing i thought was overdone um but i really did enjoy the scene where he he used his spider sense for the first time the way they illustrated i thought was a, an excellent illustration of how it works yeah right um and i thought the visuals on that were were really good and and i agree that the whole teen angst thing was also well done. i think that's one of the reasons why tom holland is going to go down as one of the great Peter Parker, Spider-Man actors is because he he brings that to screen better than anybody else would. I would argue that, you know, the Andrew Garfield version didn't have that at all. Um, and the Tobey Maguire one, although they had it, it, it was it was almost parody of real life. This seems a lot more tangible um, and relatable to, I think, a, a regular person. Uh, I, I will mention that I, I'm, I was one of the folks, too, who was really anti- in MJ, that wasn't the classic redhead, and um, this version played by Zendaya, I think, is is actually grown on me, because it seems more realistic, right? I mean, when I really think about it, the comic books, the way they're written back in the day, and the whole uh, Mary Jane was a model and all that kind of stuff, I feel like this is probably something that your average person can relate to more, almost like Iron Man being in um, the Middle East versus in the World War, that kind of thing. You just have to take modern steps, and um, I think it's working out pretty well. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite scenes, oddly enough, is when the the end uh, Peter swings her through the city, and she's just sort of panicking, scared of it. The whole thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, well, they there usually make it like a, they usually make it like a romantic thing, right? And and it exactly. actually they flipped it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, agreed. Good point. And that was the thing; it, it felt extremely real. Right. Um, like almost to the point where like, you know, you don't even think it's it's acting, you know, or special effects. It's like, I believe they were swinging through the city and that she's this real honest to goodness high school girl. And these two just kind of have a crush on each other. Right. So I thought that was really, uh, really nice. But at the same time, him swinging with her through the city and landing in the streets around a bunch of people is probably a big tip off to who his identity is. And again, they, they seem to not care or respect the idea of, of privacy um, and identity. Uh, so that, yeah. So it's funny, actually. I didn't realize this when you said the MJ character because I'm with you there. She's not actually the original MJ character. They're just using her initials to be kind of cute. But I, I read somewhere like her real name, or I may have been in the movie. It's what Michelle Jones. That's so what she's not they said. A, yeah, she's not actually Mary Jane Watson, right? Agreed. She's, but she's, I they're think... just using her characters. Uh, yeah, they're using her initials to be kind of having it, having it. What do you call it? You're having your cake and eat it too. <laughs> Correct, and I know she's not the redhead, or she's not Mary Jane Watson. Yeah. But I know she's 
the MJ in this universe. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and that's, that's kind of point, you know, but, you know, I used to say, you know, I trust in the MCU, right. And that they're going to make decisions that I'll, I'll generally buy into. I don't know if I've become sort of um, an MCU cultist of any kind, but, you know, I, I still very much do agree with the decisions that they make. Um, and it's not that they can't do no wrong, but this doesn't, this is something I thought would be a big wrong. And I find myself being perfectly fine with it. Right. Well, yeah, in, they've kind of they've kind of avoided the trouble. Where they didn't say this is Mary Jane Watson. Yeah. Um, but we've kind of had a, a different actor that doesn't look like the original. They say it's just a different character, and she just happens to have the same initials. So they've sort of kind of gotten a you know. They did that potential controversy, right? But I knew what they were doing with it, and I wasn't okay knowing that. But I'm coming out of it still okay. Right. Yeah. It, it's 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 fine. It, it's not a problem, I guess. Um, so, you know, in the end, this is, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was really enjoyable. I liked how it turned out. I agree with Kai about Happy and, and their relationship going in. It really does feel natural and organic. I, I don't know how I feel about um, Peter potentially inheriting all of Tony's resources and his technology. I, I do very much want to see a Spider-Man who grows on his own, but I also recognize that the MCU has limited time uh, actors who age and contract limits. And if they want to tell a complete story, maybe they do have to accelerate it. But Right. Um, and I also do believe they're, they're going to easily go plus six movies uh, with Thor being the first MC movie to break the three barrier. Um, I think Spider-Man going to be the one that goes the distance, but it makes sense. He's kind of their, their front. He's runner. the young one. Yeah, yeah he's he is. He's got time on him. Right. Yeah. And yeah. The five. I the five years. The five year snap helps, right? Like st he's still in high school, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So. Yep. Yep. And that's it. I hope I stay within my ten. You are a quick and efficient five. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> More people should stay under that limit. Just kidding. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, Elissa. I think you. Are, well, I I'm gonna go last again. But uh, Elissa, what did you think? Uh, far from home you asked to be on this podcast podcast I give us, give us i asked like good. everyone like four times what's the podcast what's the podcast <laughs> all right so because i seem to be the only one that didn't really love the movie <sighs> oh no <All> right. <laughs> oh Ooh, um, i want to hear i want to hear this like fun let's Ooh, go yeah. <laughs> oh boy all right everybody got their uh maces and whips and chains ready let's do this uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Arthur, you got your pen and pad out. I'm ready. Do it. Do it. Bring it um, to us. I sense a lot of interruptions. Here's the contrarian. <laughs> That's okay. I'm ready for it. Um, so number one, I had not. I actually was able to not watch a single trailer, or either I like just purged it out of my memory. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I did not know anything about this movie except for just based on the poster that he was going to be in Europe. Um, I literally didn't even know who the villain was because I did zero research on it because I wanted to be completely surprised. Um, so when Mysterio came on the stage, I was like, whoa, who's this? Wow, geez, whoa. Um, and then when he turned out to be who he was, I was a little disappointed because I have never been a fan of like, the MC movies where it's like, oh, he was just a guy with the thing. And I didn't know that that was like how he was. I thought the MCU might have been twisting that a little bit. 
But it's cool to know that he kind of stayed true to that, like you guys said in Scarecrow, how he kind of leaves illusions. And there's a villain in Batman Beyond I really like, and I can't remember his name right now, but he kind of uses like a hand, like an eyeball in his hand, and he's like got spirals all over his body. He's really cool, and he uses illusions. So that kind, you guys kind of changed my mind on that. I'm a little bit okay with that now. Were you saying but... it's a little too Scooby-Doo? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. like it where it's like I, I like, but that's just me. My suspension mm-hmm. of disbelief is pretty, I guess, low. So like mm-hmm. for me, it'd be like, oh, okay, great. So now we're just bringing it back into the real world, and that's probably because I was coming off of the end game high, like you guys were saying. I was like just waiting for that, like another super duper epic movie, and this just wasn't it. So that's not to say that the movie wasn't bad. I was just like. You know, I just came off that good shit, and now I just got some like not so good shit. And I was like, "Come on, man, give me the good shit." <laughs> um, um, there were some really high points I did like, like you guys mentioned the relationship between Happy and Peter. I loved how that blossomed. I personally just want to hug the shit out of John Favreau. I just want to hug him. Like, oh, he's a he bear, just right? Like such a he's nice like a guy. Have you guys seen his show that he like cooks with celebrities on his uh, like cooking show on Netflix? It's like the best. Is it called yeah. Chef Show? Yeah, it's yeah. called Chef Show, and he did one with like the MCU. Oh, it was the oh, best. Oh, he did. I, I did. Oh, see I, that, I gotta, I gotta I watch that one. Then. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, guys! It just Netflix? makes you love Tom Holland even more. Yes, Netflix. Oh, great. That, that's almost like a spinoff from his Chef movie, right? No, yeah, it is. They talk yeah, about yeah. it all the time. Oh yeah. Which I love that movie too. Um. Yeah and uh, quick quick comment about that that happy thing yep. I, I wanted to mention i think part of the reason why i liked it was because i felt like happy needed it too yep right yep and yep. and that scene where he looks over and he sees peter working the yeah i was uh, just gonna controls. mention that one yeah. yeah i'm sorry maybe stole your thunder but that that was kind no, of a moment that good. said you know what this is good for both of them right and and yep. you like these characters so much you want them to have it Right. Yep. So. I totally agree. One hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, Peter Tingle agree was totally overused, but when it first happened, it was really cute. I really did mm-hmm. like that. Um, I it's kind also, of... also so, oh, wait so, real quickly on Peter Tingle. It's you don't really actually get to see it in action, right? Like you, there is yeah. no there's no like visual. The only visual we've ever seen is in Infinity War when he his hair. Stands up. Right. His arm hair hands stands up, right? Yeah. It seems like it's kind of like he has to say that he's using it for us to know as audience. It's, well, it seems like these movies and all his appearances, and I, I guess now I get it. It's like the, he hasn't he hasn't understand the power just yet. Yeah. Like huh. he he because like, like you know Aunt May threw something at his head and he didn't catch it. Oh, and I that was he, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I thought he would explain like, hey, I only react when I know I'm in danger. So it seemed like they're trying to say like, he doesn't really understand how this power works exactly. And he's still kind of a, you know, a newbie at it. Uh, now I finally get it. Because before people are complaining like, how come he doesn't know his spider sense? How come he's not using it actively? I think they're trying to say like, he, he's just, he's, he's still learning. He's probably growing into it, right? Yeah, yeah he's still yeah. learning finally. And maybe this is the tipping point after the Mysterio scene that he now kind of knows he can use it in that way. Well, I think there was a slight nod to Spider-Man 2 where when he's discombobulated or he's, he's really psychologically compromised, everything doesn't work the way it's supposed to either, right? Like he can be affected by his sort of emotions or his mental state, which is why the first time when Mysterio was tricking him all over the place, it, it was, wasn't doing anything for him. And, and I think 
it, it's kind of important to note too that I think there's actually two parts to his spider sense. One is the the part where he's in danger, but I think the part that nobody talks about, which I've heard discussed before, was that what Spider-Man has in his spider sense also is is an acute awareness of his surroundings, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is like everything, which is one of the reasons why he can do things like dodge bullets and and jump through cars and and you know when Thanos throws a moon at him, he can dodge all the rocks, catch all the bodies, because without really thinking about all the little rocks and all the debris, he just feels everything that's around him, mm-hmm. right? True. So that's why I felt like that scene was was so good. It, it wasn't, you know, like Daredevil where you know you just kind of echo locations or where he does, but it, it was a really good <laughs> illustration of his, the sense that he can feel it all, right? So. Um, something to think about yeah for sure for sure uh night monkey don't know why that was tickling my fancy i was dying every time they mentioned night monkey i was crying (laughs) in the theater um yes i really like that like ned got his own girlfriend like you guys mentioned i like that he had his own thing and he wasn't just peter's third wheel the whole time because i thought that would happen and then he was kind of like whatever dude i got my own girl i gotta go over here and do stuff for her and so (laughs) like peter was kind of all on his own with with mj i really like that i didn't like that guy who also liked mj i was like when he almost died i was like yes come on just kill him (laughs) um but that i guess that's more like rick and morty morbid um (laughs) um i actually think just from like a totally in my high school brain that like peter is way out of mj's league i don't know why he likes her so that kind of (laughs) that kind of bothered me and i was like okay cool i was i was one of the weird nerdy girls and i'm still a weird nerdy girl and i would never be able to get a dude like that so what is happening (laughs) um i like jake gyllenhaal as a villain i didn't expect it kind of reminded me of one of my exes oh man Uh, oh man really good Mm. asshole oh Oh, man (laughs) but what i didn't like i i didn't mind that he was pulled from the past I was going to accept that. But then they, when they went into the whole thing where, like, everyone in the room was from the past, it felt like a bad anime. Like, where they're like, oh, and you were there when my father's head got cut off, like, from 50 years ago. Like, yeah. it just felt like, really, y'all are pulling, really, like, You mean the five-year okay. flip? Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. She's no. talking about everyone in the uh, bar where they're all yeah. employees. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, and so they okay, go back yeah, to yeah, like okay. the first one and it turns around and it's the guy Obadiah is yelling at and oh, then it's yes, the yes, other yes, guy yeah, yeah. I was like that's probably the part where my suspension disbelief really got broken where I was like oh it felt like they were reaching and okay. I was like uh it, I felt like it was unnecessary it's easy for a rich charismatic dude to just go out and get a bunch of lackeys like you guys talked about Silicon Valley. It's easy for yeah. a guy like that to go, oh my God, look at my cool tech guys and be like, okay, I'm going to work for you. And then the moment they're like, we're also going to kill people. They're like, okay, I guess, but are you still going to yeah. pay us? Like, honestly, that's yeah, all good people point. care about. Um, so yeah, the fact that they had to like tie it to the other MCU, I was like, that was unneeded. Um, yeah, they, I think they should have just stuck with like Jake Gyllenhaal's character and then that, that yeah. other guy, Iron, Iron Man 1, and that would have been like the yeah. two that kind of like, led the whatever, that group. 
Totally. I totally agree. I don't know why, like, who gives about who gives a shit about Karen and R and D? Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> I mean, they didn't saying, really reinforce those other characters. It was really right. just the guy the who got yelled at by Obadiah, and then Jake Gyllenhaal. Those were really the only two characters they focused on. Right. But I feel like they made a point to say that they were all. They like, did. They did. I think they did too. I mean, well, maybe initially, well, but it wasn't like a focus point, right? Um, I mean, I to me, it just makes the villain like it, it's like almost like doing your homework. It's like, all right, we want to just make sure that this guy is based on, um, you know, Iron Man. Like, we want to make a clear Iron Man connection. It's not going to be over the top because they didn't call back to that mm-hmm. very much, if at all. They just said we're just going to establish that you know he got burned by Tony Stark, and then that's it, and move on. But I feel like they didn't need those cheesy flashbacks. They could have just been like that one for Jake Gyllenhaal, maybe for his best lackey. But then other than that, <laughs> best lackey. We, did, <laughs> I love that. we didn't, we didn't <laughs> need first. like the rest of it. And they could have just been like, yeah, fuck Iron Man, cheers, whatever. And I would have believed it <laughs> that they were all, fit, you know, but I felt like they like called out at least two other people. So you saying that they worked were over- there. There's, I think so. You're saying like they were over explaining like, oh, she's from R and D, so she's yes. responsible for this and this guy exactly. does that. Exactly. So that's how we can pull off this whole thing. Okay. Yeah, over explaining anime is so like dubbed anime, we all talked about that. Dubbed anime okay. is so known for over explaining things. And I feel like they don't trust their audience. That's my biggest pet peeve is when directors and writers don't trust their audience. Just trust that people will believe it. You don't need to explain every little thing. So the um, only and that's a fair point. The only thing I can think of the reason why I did that is Mysterio is a, is a bit of a theatrical nut. It's true. So he's just doing it because he just likes to be theatrical. Um, I mean, that's true. Yeah, but I get what no, you're saying. I, I like, they probably could have stopped. So. Yeah, I actually think it, it was in character for him to get up on stage and make a big speech and call out people or whatever. Um, that's, fair. But, that's fair. But I'm with you, too, in the sense that... You don't need to call out everybody. Yeah, it's... I did get the sense that it was made up of all people that was from Tony's corporation though tony from r&d or karen from r&d that's yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah favorite like um, that one <laughs> anything else yeah i obviously i love the end the special effects were really really beautiful kind of brought me back to almost like a um dr strange type thing where he just kept oh, like yeah. falling it from illusion to illusion which yeah. at first i was like oh great another doctor strange but then i was like no this is actually kind of cool okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna be yeah. okay kinda with like, this kind of yeah. like inception inception sort of exactly moment, right yeah which like definitely it. predates and is still when i watched doctor strange i thought of inception immediately yeah um yeah. and i thought and... it was balanced it didn't seem twist after twist after twist and here comes another no. one what's more it, it felt right no, yeah, so. it felt more grounded. It felt mm-hmm. more like a twisted funhouse, which is yeah. almost scarier. I actually won't go in funhouses because I get I get <laughs> so confused. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually like scared. I was like, oh Jesus! And there's spider webs. Get me out of here. Um, like the uh, in us or have you seen us? I haven't. I won't say anything. I won't say yeah. it either. I need to see it. Yeah, it needs to get on Netflix immediately. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else? I just, I wasn't wowed. I wanted to be. I wanted to, like, be like, yes, more Marvel. And it just wasn't giving it to me, you know? Um, I, I just feel like you just said a whole bunch of good things about the movie. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I barely remember. What do you, what do you hate? I really just like it. What, what, what was I the did, vibe? It's, 
I didn't hate it. I just, like you guys said, like, I, the teen angst thing, I didn't know it was going to be such a teeny bopper movie. And I wasn't ready for that. character. I know, but Endgame made him seem so adult. Not really. No. I don't know. No. Well, he was hanging out with adults, too. (laughs) Maybe that's why. He was hanging out with other adults, and he, he seemed, like you guys said, he seemed to make better decisions in Endgame than he did in this. Um, like what? Like what kind of a decision in Endgame did he make that was a good decision? We guys were talking about how he senses everything and is able to like be Spider-Man. Well, the part where like Thanos blows up his home and he's catching everybody and making sure that like no all the uh, ga- uh, what are they called? Guardians. The Guardians. Thank you. The Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. <laughs> don't fly away into the ether. Yeah. He was catching them and being, like, really responsible. And then when they were, like, almost got the gauntlet off of Thanos, like, he was on it. Like, I don't know. This one, he just seemed, like, clumsy and, like, careless. And I know he was dealing with, like, MJ and, like, just wanting to be a teen. and But also needing to save the world and not being recognized in Europe. There was just a lot. I think there was just a lot going on. Well, I think also to to add, before I forget, is uh, they're also dealing with, and I liked in the beginning, they... They brought it up, but not dwell on it too much. But they're dealing with a, a post snap world, post yeah. you know blip world where you know people have come back after five years, and they, he came back for five years. So their whole world is upside down, right? Yeah. You know, three billion people, give or take, has now returned to the to the planet, and everybody's life has changed. I, I feel like there's that aspect of it too. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of disagree in some ways, Arthur, because the ones who got blipped away don't have necessarily a sense of the time they were gone. Like the last memory they have was when they went away. Well, so to them, time didn't really pass. Yeah, and, but when and, you see when you see underclassmen now supersede you, and then you're stuck in high school, and people have gotten older than you and passed you by. Yeah, but it's half that, and half. You have as many with you as, sure. as are ahead of you. And the other thing too is yeah. is the idea that um, I think what what we're seeing is sort of the height of his doubt about how much of a superhero do I really want to be? Do I want a regular life and love? Or, or do I want to contribute to this thing that's going to keep me from being a quote-unquote normal kid because I'm going through my normal teen angst stuff? And, and I actually hope that the movies take a position where it's kind of like Harry Potter where they respect the years. He goes through high school, goes into college, and becomes an adult in the movies. End. And, and this is near the end of the teen angst stuff. Uh, that's kind of what I'm hoping. True. I think this is enough, right? Mm-hmm. So. But okay. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Arthur. I think you had a thought. No, no. I want to give it back to Alyssa. Okay. And I, want to, I want to hear what else she didn't like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You guys are making me feel so bad. I think, I think <laughs> it was... Wait, I think it was, right. No, I think it was more context, and that's all. Yeah. And I Oh, also, I've been watching uh, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse literally every day, and that's, that's the best Spider-Man <laughs> the best movie ever. Yeah, yeah, it well, is yeah. so fucking Jeez. good. Oh, my God. Great, great movie. God. Every yeah. single word, every single image, every single gesture in that movie is art. I've seriously yeah. watched it so much, trying to find yeah. something I don't like, and I can't. I just picked up on a 4K. Did you listen gotta, to our podcast? I did. There is something I didn't like about it, but you don't find well, it. Well, I don't anything. remember. Tell me. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's I think it's the best part of the movie. I agree, but uh, how he <laughs> became Spider-Man so quickly, that was my problem. Yeah, I had. Oh show, I well, think. that's yeah. how good he that's got fair. so fast. That's the yeah. only complaint I have. Yeah, that's so only... good so fast. Yeah, but Uncle Aaron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I will go now. Before I go, 
two random things that I, I listen to a ton of podcasts and I listened to I had some two really interesting points that I found out about the movie. One is that in Rome, I think that's where the first monster shows up, you yes. can see a lot uh, Ven- of Venice. Venice, yeah. There's a lot of um Jake Gyllenhaal's in the background. There's mm-hmm. also that the bald dude is in the background. Like all of his staff is getting ready for that show. Like if right. you pay attention, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. The the second kind of interesting thing also is that that scene, um, that scene where Jake Gyllenhaal talks to Peter on the rooftop, there is a door that's on the roof, and there is a part that the director talked about where it transfers from real life, uh, from hologram to like real life when he removes the the helmet. It, oh. And, and, and oh. if you watch it again, you can see that there's a door there, and that's where he enters um, the scene. Uh, I don't know if you can see him walking in, but he just—he was just saying like he, there are specific nods that they put into the well, not. Wait, nods, are you saying that that rooftop was a hologram? Him <coughs> flying up there to the rooftop is a hologram, and then when he sits down, there's a part where he actually sits sits down, and there's like a blend between hologram and, and real character, oh. which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, and so cool. He, right, and in the background, you can see there's like a door to yeah. get to the roof. Right, and they're saying that's their way of doing their homework and saying that's how he would get there. Yeah, oh, exactly. I have to watch that again. So, That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, okay, so I uh, I just made a bunch of points like I usually do. Um, I overall, I'm a little bit with Alyssa on this one. I <laughs> I enjoyed it, I but I also didn't think it was uh, incredible. So let me go down my list. I thought Mysterio could not have done better in this universe. I, I really like that he they, they used technology that was shown in a previous movie, and then he came um, from that kind of like Iron Man um, background. But al- also, we're getting to the point where a lot of villains are coming from Iron Man, <laughs> like <laughs> True. Ultron, uh, Vulture, uh, now uh, uh, Mysterio. I, I, I hope there's no more. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess Mandarin. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, and so, but other than that, like I, I really liked his character. I love Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor, and I thought he did a great job. Um, he was so vanilla at the beginning that I knew that some, something was just wrong with his character. Um, okay. I'm going to go into a bunch of things I did not like of the movie. All right. First thing, the MJ-Peter relationship sort of came out of nowhere for me. Um, in the first movie, he's in love with like Liz, oh. and like Liz leaves, and out of nowhere in this movie, it's sort of he just there, there's been no transition. It's just, it, it, you just like automatically assume that he loves that he's in love with MJ, and I just feel like that wasn't deserved yet. Um, uh, I would agree <clears> with that actually. That's a good point. Yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere, and from audience perspective, I feel like they have to give you. Um, they can't just leap to the where he just falls in love with her. Like he was irritated with her in the first movie. Like he was just like she was like this weird girl who would make these comments, and then all of a sudden in this movie, he he's well. In love but with at her. the very end of the last movie, you can kind of you know imply that you know he starts to notice her right in a different light. Um, and part of like teenage like romance is like a lot of it's not very based on a lot of like true they flip fat they flip fast yeah, yeah. that's how teenagers are hey, I, I agree Kai. I agree Kai knows his teen angst stuff yeah <laughs> he says it it's legit and, and while, I agree, while yeah. I agree I mean, that yeah, was just yeah. yesterday for me so yeah, exactly Anakin Skywalker, yeah, Anakin Skywalker. 
absolutely. So while I agree, I still don't think they portrayed it well, like visually to the audience. Um, So, you know, Disney, Disney, well, I don't know Marvel, but Disney, I I don't know. For some reason, I'm used to any movies that have sequels for there to be Mm -hmm. a middle story that they didn't necessarily tell. And for them to not to have chosen to not dwell on the buildup for it, I'm okay with. Maybe because I already know there's going to be a thing between them, right? And you, and and even if you didn't see him falling for her, you knew she had a thing for him from the other one too. So she may have been dropping him, but I'm with Kai still. The teen angst thing it comes and goes fast, right? Yeah, but okay, I, I mean, didn't even see it. Yeah, I, and I, I, don't, I I needed it because from a tor- storytelling perspective, I just you can't just jump into things like uh, there has to be some kind of like transition before I, I really believe it. Wait, you didn't so, hook up with Christine that quick, Anthony? <laughs> absolutely not. Okay. There was a transition. <laughs> okay. He's like, I'm a gentleman. He was a gentleman. For those who no shirtless Shelby pigs. Christine is Anthony's wife. No. Please proceed. She must not be named. <laughs> we don't talk about her. Wow. <laughs> Well, you know, if he's get following here, he can't let people know he's taken. <laughs> All right, next wow. thing. Next Damn. thing. I know. I might have fans, many fans, guys and girls. That's right. That's oh my right. gosh. Uh, okay. Oh my next, God. Uh, next major please. point I had an issue with, and this is probably my biggest problem. Not okay. One okay. One of the two biggest problems. I I have no idea why Tony would give a fourteen, whatever, sixteen year old kid his glasses that controls everything in the world that can kill people it could do a whole bunch of shit like i at some point thought it was i thought it was some kind of like trick that that he was going to like it was not really like he doesn't really have access to all that but to give him all access and like he was gonna kill a student (laughs) in the bus yeah right yeah like on accident i forgot to mention that like what the fuck Uh, I That's hated a good that. Point. Like, Actually. I think, like yeah. in the first one, in the first Homecoming movie, he doesn't trust Peter enough, right? And so, you, I don't know. Even I just feel like not enough happened where he would just be like, "Oh, here, take everything, <laughs> my whole uh, arsenal." <laughs> yeah, take everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of my technology. Uh, and so I, that part, I just, I just, I, I walked out of the movie and just like, ugh, that bothered me so much. Um, Maybe overall, he sees them as somebody he's who's really not really smart. But moral mm-hmm. and has a lot of potential. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure know. that's why. I'm sure that's why. I just, I just feel like Didn't buy there it. are other, yeah, there are other heroes in you know this universe that he who would have like given it to. Um, Give it to Bruce. Cap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he, like his his science bro, right? Like yeah, seriously, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> okay. My one of my other overarching problems with the movie is that it didn't feel like a Spider-Man movie. It felt like a romantic teen movie with superhero elements mixed in. Um, I miss Spider-Man in New York. I, I feel like we barely got it in the first one because it was almost like a Iron Man Spider-Man movie. Oh, and this in one, the suburbs. Yeah, and this just was just uh, Spider-Man. Co- like, he's not really in the Spider-Man costume until like the middle of the movie and then towards the end. Like, you don't really see... It just did not really feel like a f- true Spider-Man movie to me. And that's kind of like my other problem is that this movie and Homecoming, they're so closely tied with the Iron Man character that I'm I'm just a, I'm a little disappointed that 
we're not getting a Peter Parker like Spider-Man movie. It, it, there's a lot of Iron Man stuff that's tied to to him. And so you're, you're coming around to my Uncle Ben rant, then, huh? I'm not saying that. I just think like, <laughs> don't lean. <laughs> yeah, I'm not agreeing with you, Arthur. Shut up. <laughs> no, uh, I just, I just feel like I, there was a really good world built up in Homecoming, and I wanted to see that that Spider-Man like world movie. And I, here, it just felt like uh, Spider-Man is kind of like, out of place, and it's just I, I want him to be back in New York, which at the end of the movie we got a little bit. Um, I, I didn't think Ned was that funny this time around like for, for some reason the jokes just were not hitting um hitting me i as, agree as good as the first movie i, I agree um I, ned was just kind of like i don't know nerdy sick, hey, uh, earth. yeah hey, he just in love yeah he just kept doing a lot of that it's not the actor's fault it's just the writing i just thought was i don't know just kind of meh so i'll um, agree with you on that but i think his situation was funny yeah like, i agree it was less about him being funny, but his situation yes, being his hilarious. His situation is funny. Okay, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yes, um, I agree too. Mm-hmm. Uh, last sort of point I'll make is that, I guess, in that where I said the humor didn't work for me that well, I, I feel like Russo, the Russos, well, I guess McFeely and Marcus, the, the writers, they actually write Spider-Man a little bit better for my taste. Um, the way they write him in Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame, like I think it's just so much, so much more like Spider-Man, um, if that makes sense. And, and uh, it's just with John Watts and and I don't know if the two writers are. It's just not as strong. Um, having said that, I still enjoyed the movie. I just I didn't I didn't like it as much as Homecoming, um, and it was kind of at the level I expected for a movie post uh, post Endgame because I. Uh, opposite of Alyssa, I was not expecting a huge villain, um, and, and I was okay with that. Um, I thought the final fight scene was really cool, um, the way he, he like destroyed all his drones, and he kind of used his spider, his Spider-Man like attacks like really well. Um, and well, just, he used his and, brain too, which is great. That's true. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and just to like wrap it up. Do you guys think Mysterio is dead? I hope not. I do think he's dead, but I yeah, I do too. Whole, I, I don't think he's not. dead. So I, I want him to be a Sinister Six. Like I wanted him to show up in prison next to Michael Keaton. You know, I, I don't think like, he's. I don't think he's dead. I think he's not in prison. I think he's gone somewhere. But I think the ending scene was uh, uh, was was fake. It was already like planned that way. He looked dead to me. I mean, that's, but, that, that's, but that's what, that's he what wants it you is. To think, but that's I know what that's what he, he is. <laughs> of course, that's what you yeah. think. Yeah, you, I mean, you, know, you ask me if I think he's dead. Yeah, I think he's bled out. He's gone. But that could be a sleight of that's hand. Part of I know that's part of the visual. Yeah, but but who's confusion. gonna go save him? Is it the whole? Oh, he looks dead, but we the the ambulance enough, came in in the end, and we're able to save him. Hey, number one lackey. number one lackey. He's not there. I don't think he's there at all. I mean, all the guy did at the end was basically steal the data, did like a deep fake of Peter, and that was yeah, it. I don't fake. think he like <laughs> coordinated the ambulance and the morgue to recover his body and <laughs> keep him alive. I think that's that's a really big stretch. But I hope he's not. I hope he's not dead. Is how I feel. It could go either way, but I hope he's yeah. not dead because I thought it would. It would be a waste to just kill villains like that. I feel like they're also setting up for Sinister Six. 
right? Like that would be Scorpion, cool. Vulture, Shocker, Mysterio, Mysterio, and then whoever, two more. Yep. Yeah. So, so he could be alive. He just looks really dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then the other interesting thread that I saw was not thread, but thing I noticed is like Flash Thompson's parents. They they made it a point to show that they didn't come to pick him up. Yeah. He's so, sure that him I noticed that too. Is he gonna, gonna be gonna a villain? Somebody. I didn't notice that too. Venom? <laughs> no, no, no. Is he gonna be like? Is he gonna be like live live tweet man or something? <laughs> That's true. The influencer. <laughs> I expect Flash just... to find out his identity in the next movie. Yep. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do our roundtable of scores. Well, do you want to talk about the end credit scene? By the oh, way? yeah, we should sure, definitely sure, talk sure. about that. I guess we those. forgot about that. Um, the first end credit scene is essentially J. Jonah Jameson revealing that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, which is pretty crazy because he has no secret identity at this point. They, they can go so many ways at this time with with this. Like mm-hmm. they can use scrolls to make it seem like Peter Parker is a different person than Spider Man. Mm-hmm. They could maybe and that was a whole. Um, it's visual... happened in the books too, so it's yeah, not yeah. unprecedented. Well, yeah. he revealed I mean, himself in the books during Civil War, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, that that was Tony. dumb. That was dumb. He yeah. was doing it himself. That was stupid. It was but stupid. There, there is precedent where he was—he's been unmasked or revealed against his uh, his will. So that's that's not um, unprecedented. I'm sure they'll deal with it. Yeah, it's just a like matter of how how they're gonna walk, how yeah. they're gonna get himself out of the corner in a movie sense. That's that's yeah. the trick, right? So if you make it believable, I'll, I'll buy it. But it's not it's not unprecedented. Did you guys yeah. have a problem with how they did it in Spider Verse? Like obviously. Before Peter, the Peter of that universe died, he took his mask off. And every time they do it, they go, "That's a no-no." That always made me laugh. Um, Are you but then, about the like, that they said who he was after he died. No, and well, you know, Kingpin took his mask off, and then Doc Ock took his mask of Peter B. Parker when he was oh, like, yeah? Yeah. he was freaking mm-hmm. about about the fact that he was, you know, another Peter Parker. Did you guys hate um, that, or what was I did, and only because at, at that point when when Ock does it, they already know who it is and she That's has true. the multiverse. Right. So it did, right. didn't really matter. She just okay. wanted to see what version he is, I guess. Yeah. It yeah. still makes me laugh so hard. I'll have to watch it again. I, I don't remember, to be honest. Yeah. <gasps> it's like one of the best parts. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, uh, any more conversation on the first end credits? I just want to echo the whole the, the one thing that you carry over from all Spider-Man movies that J. Jonah's the absolute best thing you can carry over. His, J.K. Yep. Simmons. Yeah, his, he's his, also super funny. I was dying. I, I was shocked. I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, I was almost it excited. Kinda, it kind of got spoiled, the... like at the premiere, because J.K. Simmons showed up there, and everybody's oh, like, "I had no idea." I had no idea. I didn't. Same here. Yeah. I didn't see that. Or I didn't watch it. So that was a, a pleasant surprise for me. Yeah, but, a lot of people online were like, "Why is he here?" <laughs> And I was like, uh, did, are you they? Idi- you idiots. I was like, fuck! Yeah, <laughs> I was so idiots. mad. I, I heard, too, that the Daily Bugle was going to be an internet show and not a newspaper. Yeah, it's supposed to be like Alex Jones. Yeah. Infowars. Yeah. 
Which yeah. kind of yeah. makes sense because they have to repivot him differently now. Um, yeah, you, you, you can't know, do newspapers. Newspapers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they've even done that. You in the can do a news, news organization makes more sense now. Yeah, and it's kind of cool because he, he can still rant about Spider-Man and have his perspective. And so it's still somewhat tied to his you know, journalism roots. It's just bad journalism. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's where the fake news is going to come in because that character right. will basically take positions um, right. that are consciously skewed, right? Right, obviously. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my only cool. like misgiving of it is like I always hate like these like misdirections with like the I, I guess the audience in the movie, especially at this point of the universe where it's like, look, like the world already suffered through the snap. They already knew that Spider Man was a part of like the big crew that defeated Thanos. Like, are you really gonna go through this song and dance of oh no, he like killed this person who was already with clear video evidence an illusionist <clears throat> yeah. you know like yeah. are we really gonna go through this and it just i don't know like i'm hoping they don't I, go too i'm far a little concerned it. i'm with you i'm a concerned too i'm like uh they better not end this like kind of stupid like yeah. it could it could very easily go like go bad like and uh yeah i hope they don't um they don't screw it up all right uh second Sucks. credit scene was uh, we found out that uh, Samuel L. Jackson is hanging out in a um, Tahiti-like little pod, and and uh, turns out that he's not even on Earth. He's on some uh, scroll ship, giant ship. We don't really know what he's doing there. And uh, I think I'm glad that there was some sort of reveal there because I thought Samuel L. Jackson, some of his dialogue, and I was like, what? This doesn't make sense. Like when he said, "This bitch, please." Like, and I was like, "What the fuck?" He would never say that. It's like oh, zero that sense. In, that seems no, that's in character. No, 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 no. It's it's Samuel O. Jackson's character, not not fucking Nick Fury's character. Well, he he throws that stuff all the time. Like no, he did it in the end credit scene for um, what was that movie when he the, the Infinity War at the very end. When he was what? fading away, right, and then he had, he's like, oh, and then you know they cut it because when he says motherfucker, word. no, that that what, that makes sense, but for him to say bitch please, <laughs> I just feel like bitch please, like come on, okay, come on, Nick Fury ain't saying that. Okay. Wait, where was I this? don't know when he was on the ship sunbathing. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. He said that like movie. in the middle of the movie or like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, because wasn't he like talking to Peter? He yeah, he's talking scroll, to Peter. Though. He was the scroll, though. That was the scroll, I know, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, the dialogue right, didn't right. make sense to me then, but the it kind of you kinda, when the reveal happens, you kind of understand like, why. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he was yeah. less paranoid in the, in the most of the movie, so you're kind of like, wait. Yeah. He's, like, super paranoid and super on top of things. Why is he so... Yeah, um, he's so, so dumb. It was like, yeah. what's going on with him? <laughs> he doesn't realize what's going on? Like, Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not even suspicious at all. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do we think I, that that he's been a scroll like for the whole MCU movies? No, no. The, the, in an it, interview that I read, they said he it's up to Endgame, not Endgame, but either right before or after that. That's when those scrolls kind of took over. So I don't think it's that far back. Yeah, I, I forgot okay. the exact time frame, but it's not definitely not that far back. Uh, but I thought the same thing after watching the movie. I'm like, oh my gosh, did they just retcon his character for <laughs> right? real. Yeah. So. Uh, um, I was with you there, but I, from what I read somewhere, it's it's not that far back. I don't know exactly which okay. movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, also that, just... that and also, sorry, that station he's on, a lot of people were speculating that has to do with S.W.O.R.D., which is oh, yeah. like the, the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D., basically. You know, it's like an oh. orbital space station that is yeah. there to, um, you know, 
defend against Earth from alien threats. There's a, a well-known character in the X-Men universe called Abigail Brand. Maybe they'll introduce her um, as part of S.W.O.R.D. with Nick Fury. Who knows? Yeah. But that's what they're speculating that he's on, um, building up a, a space defense, uh, knowing all the stuff he's gone through. But yeah. speculation for now. Hmm. Hmm. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's, that's on the mark. Yeah, and sword is an acronym, by the way. It's like sentient world something. I actually <laughs> yeah, forgot something like crazy. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I first read cool. it, it sounded silly, but it makes yep. sense. Sword and it's shield. Marvel. It, right? It's Marvel. It's cool. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Right. Yeah, it's a Joss. <laughs> it's actually you know who made that up? You know who created the sword? I believe it was Joss Whedon. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, he created it uh, when he wrote the X Men in the mid two thousands. Um, yeah, he introduced sword and that whole kind of concept. Uh, so it's a Joss Whedon thing, from what I remember. Yeah, yes, fun, yeah. fun fact. <laughs> Oh. All right, uh, Nick Choi, you're fat. Uh, <laughs> Nick Choi, you're dumb. Dang. What's happening? Dang, man. Even for my take. I am. He's he's muted Gosh. himself, and he's also deafened himself on Discord. So that means he's not even listening right now. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so that's why. So yeah. these are just insults to see if you can get a rise as opposed to... Yeah, I just want to make sure he's... How is that in there? Normal, I'm then. like, damn. Yeah. Uh, I had noticed that. Anyways, I guess we're not going to get a score. Uh, <laughs> God. He's got to put down the pie. All right. <laughs> Whoa! Um, yeah, it might be a know. cheesecake. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Wait, hold on. He, he did text in, on 10.10. Maybe he didn't drop. He said, uh, I have to drop my, my score is 7.75. He actually wrote something, but he's still on the Discord. What the what? hell? He wrote it in um, Slack. I just noticed it now. Hell noob. All right. So he, he must have forgotten oh, the yeah, log off right. here. You're right. All right. Um, oh, I, yeah. I didn't even see pe- uh, people wrote on, on our Slack. Ronald provides Damn, his that's thoughts. A, that's a low score. He said, yeah. overall, it was fun, but didn't enjoy it as much as Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, so him and I are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, his score is super low, though. That's pretty. Wait, bad. what was his score? I can't. I'm not on six point seven five. Six point seven five. Okay, that's pretty. That's All pretty right. low. All right. All right. That's fair. I'm. Okay. Ned is probably the funniest character. Okay. Okay, we disagree. <laughs> All right. True. Um. Uh, okay, so let's go around the horn. Who went up first? I can't remember. Uh, Kai. Kai. Oh yeah, Nick went first actually. So he scores it a seven point seven five. All right, Kai, you're up. Seven point seven five. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I would, I'd probably say like a low eight, like an eight point one, eight point two. Um, eight point one five. Okay, God, now you guys are all doing these shitty scores. What's what's eight point two? Just eight point two. God, why do you have to copy? Fucking <laughs> decimal. <laughs> Dumbass scale. You feel it. You feel it's it. Broken. That's it's why. It's all broken. It's all about the Cheers. decimals. <laughs> Let all everybody right. have their feelings. Oh. All right, Arthur. Um, I was flip flopping between eight point five to nine because I actually did enjoy this more Whoa. than Homecoming. I did like Homecoming, Ooh. but uh, you know I'll go with eight point five, uh, including some of those misgivings Jeez. I have. But I still enjoyed it overall. But I expect that you know what, don't be so dependent on Stark next movie. Mm-hmm. I expect that yeah. you need to be back to your friendly neighborhood Spider Man, not it's the. Gotta be individual. Oh, yeah. Well, I have a problem. I'll just call up you know, Happy and Star Tech, and all will be well. Look, Wait. no, that kind of thing. Question. Talk, Marissa Tomei Ben. So mm-hmm. was Aunt May only in the movie for like two minutes, maybe less? Not a lot. Not a lot. That's only the beginning, right? The very end. And the very she end. She probably. She's in the end. 
beginning and end. Yeah, because they have oh, to talk yeah, about their down. relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. And maybe right. a phone call in the middle at most, but she didn't really appear much. Jeez, yeah. what a waste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Marissa no, Tomei. So... Don't waste her Academy Award winning talents. True. Uh, so that's what geez. I expect. Like, I, I hope the next movie really gets you back to the friendly neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, same here. But All I, right. mean, I, I uh, still enjoyed it, 8.5, mostly because Mysterio was just fantastic, I thought. Yeah. That? Um, is your dumb I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like it as much as uh, Homecoming, but I did enjoy it. And I I agree with just about all, all the criticisms that were stated from all the various folks in this, this podcast. Um, I... I was kind of expecting an end to, to this phase of the Marvel Universe movies, which is kind of how they were selling it, because it's supposed to be part of this big block, and it wasn't Endgame. That didn't happen. Um, but but I still found it enjoyable, and so I actually give it an 8.1. 8. 8.1? 8. 1. All right. Right underneath Kai. Um... All right, I am going to give it a. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. It just wasn't. I I can't believe how some people say this is their favorite Spider-Man movie. I just. Whack. I, you know, I would I think, agree with that. It's not my I think favorite. Into the Spider-Verse is just so much better. Oh, they're saying oh, it's, it's the so biggest, good. best of all the Spider-Man movies ever. Been. Yeah, yeah, ever, ever, oh, ever, no, ever. No, no, no. Wow. Oh, no. who like, said that? They need to be burned. I'll take Spider-Man Two over this one. Yes. Ooh. Uh, I like two. They're they're complicated for me. You know, I think I like, just I like one better. I like one better than two, but I will agree with you that two is probably. You like one better than two? One. Two yeah. is really strong. I, yeah, that's the general consensus. But I'm I'm weird like yeah. that. I'll actually go the other way. All right, sorry. <laughs> Back to my score. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven point five. And I thought I was going to be the lowest score, but Ronald six point seven five. That's uh, really low. I think. It's like yeah. bad. That's bad. That's that's actually not watchable in theaters. Like you're disappointed you watched it in theaters. Yeah, that's like best DC movie. No, yeah. uh, mid range DC movie. <laughs> not yeah. best, but mid range. Wow. Yeah, uh, reaching reaching DC movie. <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Bad. We got. Yeah, I mean, what DC movie got like hey, a seven? Hey, what about higher? my score, Voodoo? Oh, oh, Jesus! Oh, I just skipped yay. over yours. Dang. My bad. We have our. I'm going here. next podcast. I'm going first next podcast. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, no. go, ahead. go ahead. I'm racist. I think my fourth Texas. It's one pick. What Texas? Oh jeez. Both, both clearly. Yeah, both my life. God damn it. Wakanda forever. Oh. Um. <laughs> I have to say, I think I'm gonna be the lowest score, and Five? I actually what? had. No, no, six point two. But you loved it more than you said you hated it, based yeah. on but what you shared. But I think so. Like, I I could have not watched this in theaters. I don't regret it. What? Damn. But I also am like, I could have waited. Damn. Like the other movies that are lower than this are like Ant Man two, Thor two. Ant Man two mm-hmm. lower than this movie? You're kidding me? 
Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Definitely. Yes. 1,000 oh, yeah, percent. For sure. Love that man too. Yeah. No, Ant-Man 2 is one of the worst. What the f- no, it's so bad. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. Yes, correct. Oh, oh no, no, no. I, I, we gotta go back to the podcast. I forgot your school. <laughs> that was an awesome movie. I love that movie. So much fun. Nobody what? has said that. Nobody has said that, Arthur. Don't care. Don't care. Wait, actually, Kai did. <laughs> Never mind. Don't I say? I like you gave it. You love Emmy and the Wasp. You gave it a nine point two. I loved it too. Ew! I, what? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I no. enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was any kind of fantastic. Yeah, well, I think you. So, if you, I, I can see a trend of people scoring Ant-Man two low if they also scored Ant-Man one low. Like, mm, no, well, I really like the first. Great. Both of them were great. I love, I love both of them. I'm pretty sure that at the original Ant-Man podcast, most uh, people were lukewarm about Ant-Man. No way. Really? A lot of people are being revisionist about how Ant-Man was so great. No, after no, 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 no. <laughs> Ronald gave it a 7. You gave it 8.3. Dad gave it a 7.5. Nick gave it 8.5. An 8. Those are pretty okay. high scores. Yeah, Nick. Okay, high. Nick's the only one that gave above it a 7. Like, me and Nick no, are the only ones that gave 8 or higher. No, me and Arthur. I thought you just <laughs> read two 7 scores. That was no. Ronald. Was Ronald. Ronald was the only one with a seven on so, Ant-Man. There's there's four eights, eight point three, eight point five, eight and eight, and that was Kai, Nick, Arthur, and Anthony. For Ant-Man. For Ant-Man? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Okay, what about two? Number Ant-Man two. Uh Ronald gave it a seven. Kai gave it a nine point two. Dad gave it a six point nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Damn. gave it a seven point five. Uh Arthur <laughs> gave it a nine, and I gave it a six point five. It's kind of all over. Yeah, yeah. it's all over. I didn't like the second one, and, and now I'm I worried. This, I, I love the second one. I'm so worried fun, so because Peyton Reed, the director of both of those movies, is rumored to possibly take on Fantastic Four. Yes, do it. Oh. Wait, who? Oh no, I'm very concerned. Yes. The, yeah. the guy, I'm, who, I'm okay with it. Did Ant Man? I'm very concerned. Yes, I'm very concerned. I mean, the bar is like in the ground. Like, there's no like. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You cannot do worse. I mean, that's true. It's right. What do you compare it to? I want them to make a good movie. Um, Ant Man one uh, and two were great movies. I'm sorry. No, they're yeah. not. No, they're not. You you know that they're not going to make Ant Man three, right? Good. For, oh yeah, for, I for, heard for, that for today. Now. For that, now, no, they're that. not making it. That shit number two failed at the box office. Paul Rudd has <laughs> has said he doesn't think they're going to make three, and that he's petitioning. Which is sad. To go out and um, ask for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't mean? read that article. I don't have. I haven't read that article yet. Because it only made six hundred twenty-two. Only six hundred twenty-two million. What a million. failure! Oh, <laughs> exactly. It is. Hey, oh, it didn't hit that. It didn't hit that billion. <laughs> didn't hit that <laughs> billion. Gotta, exactly. You're you're Disney. Darn. You want billion movies only. Yeah, yep, we gotta pull that weight. You gotta Damn. pull it. Okay. Six hundred million is. Well, life is tough. Gotta get the it seven is. digits. The, Sorry, yeah, Disney. Man. <laughs> That's why you're not getting number three. So stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> it's actually, I think it's a pretty good I benchmark. It. No, it's not what other movie like gets a billion. How many one billion? Every movies other movie, but every Marvel movie, movie except Marvel for that movie. Is that Tony Mo? Is that really Captain Marvel? Some, uh, Black Panther, Thor, Endgame. Um, Infinity War, Thor two, Thor two, and Cap one. Did they make Thor three? Thor two. We don't talk about that. Not Thor two, but I'm talking about since like it was either Black Panther or Ragnarok. Probably Black Panther. Everything after that, billion. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Straight up. 
Yeah, Damn. but they're not going to expect well, Civil War to be a billion. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so. Civil War is billion. They're not going to make from Civil War. They're not going to expect uh, Doctor Strange. Was Ultron a billion? I don't yeah, think Doctor Strange Ultron was. was. Yeah. Ultron yeah, was. I don't think Doctor Strange was though, right? See, there you go. Had to be. Had to be. Had to be. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know about that. Doctor Strange was not. There you go. Uh-huh. What? There you go. Yeah. But were there they like nine hundred and fifty million? Although to be fair, to yeah, be exactly. Fair, were they right there? Uh, to be <laughs> no. fair, they haven't made number two yet. Okay. <laughs> be a horror flick, guys. Number two needs to. Yes. Number two needs to bomb. Be a horror flick. Exactly. How is they it going to be a horror movie? Yeah, not well, easy. Said, easy. It's going to be a magic. full-on horror. It's magic. Yeah. It's great. They're probably. Um. All right. Let's. Scary stuff. Real quickly. We can talk about. Are, are you guys excited about any of the new movies? I mean, obviously we're all excited about them. But any any highlights for you out of the Comic Con announcement? I am not, but I do want to make one comment. If I that. Okay. Hey, fuck you! Get off <laughs> this podcast! Off <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the 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 announcement of of uh, Thor. What is it? Love and Love and Thunder. 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 Portman, now now look, you know, I I like Natalie Portman as an actress, but I don't. Know if I like the idea that she's coming back as that character and taking over, or at least being Thor. I think that was the best part. So just I, I will say that. uh, She she seems so reluctant, detached. That was because of the old. It was because the old old regime. Yeah, Yeah. the old regime. That's fine. I just concerned, and she's a tiny girl. I don't, I don't know how it's gonna look unless, (laughs) unless she gets the hammer and she turns into something different. Completely. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. Anne Hathaway played a pretty good like Catwoman, right? But she's kind of like meek and whatever. I know what Dodge is saying. You, you need like this huge muscular fit woman, and Natalie Portman. Doesn't even have to be muscular. Like, like look or, at look at uh, Wonder like Woman. A, war- a warrior, yeah. Gadot. Gal Gadot. She's not like super buff. But, but I know what you mean. Natalie like, Portman's so, tiny. Yeah, she's. Well, you better go hit the gym. Calm down. No, no, no. Look at her face. Danvers. Nobody looks so reluctant. I don't know. I think with Taika there, it's going to be different. Yeah, with Taika, yeah. I, I, I would agree with you there because she's not. I believe in Taika. Movie. That it's... that's all I can say. I believe in. Taika. Can we please get T-shirts that say "I believe in Taika"? That sounds amazing. Yeah, I would wear that shirt. <laughs> and it was like, I think it was his idea to follow the books to kind of change up the story, which is actually kind of brilliant. Like, yeah. swerve to swerve again. You know, give you something that you don't expect. Um, yeah. We'll give you a Thor movie, but not the one you thought we're going to give you. But it's also canon. I think it's a really smart move. We'll we'll see. Right. Yeah, I trust. I'm just excited for Blade. Oh my god! I'm oh, so I'm very excited about Blade. Absolutely. I'm so fucking excited. Oh my I'm god! I'm excited for all trilogy. of it. Actually, I love that trilogy. That was Marshall Lee is the perfect person to pick for that. He's so, awesome. what's kind of interesting is that um, the next three Marvel movies are from three kind of like unknown directors. Yes, and oh. I'm a little, I'm a little like concerned about that a little bit. Just of course. Just because I don't know, we just haven't seen anything from that. <laughs> well, like, that's everybody though. So, but you gotta you know. get some new blood in. You yeah, exactly. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Every, but everybody was an unknown before, like Russo. Totally true. What TD? It's like all of them were the same. So it's like I know. I'm just saying, but like when you when they announced Phase Two, Phase Three, they had like a good set of directors. Like you knew Avengers is gonna be Russo brothers. There is no more Russo brothers in the Marvel universe as of now, and. I don't know if they have a strong. I don't know. We'll see. They, I don't know if they we'll have see. as strong of a director. So, I, mean, I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, we I'm, just don't really know these other directors too well. I'm, no? I'm not concerned because their criteria for picking people is yeah, based it's on so high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, they and they you know, they pick up knowns too. Yeah, yeah. Russos came off of nowhere and they did Winter Soldier, which was a, a big hit. So you know, there yeah. you go. Yeah, but I don't know. Go back to I mean, Captain Marvel. I didn't think was a great Marvel movie. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's good, but it's kind of was disappointing. <laughs> Whoa, that backtrack. And then the Wasp again. <laughs> we don't have to go over oh, that. But again, I thought that was disappointing. Oh god! Um, uh, these revisionists. Exactly. And then John, I'm actually, John I'm Watts. Actually agreeing with uh, Kai here is unbelievable. Spider-Man uh, was only a 7.5. I, I, I need an 8.5 or above, guys. Like, g- oh, give me something. Hey. But, but here's the hey, thing, Anthony. Those you. movies I that I, I go back. I think it was Kai who was saying it. I, I do like these little sort of smaller stories too. It, it exactly. Me reading comic books. Nothing. Not everything has to be epic and huge and grand. I didn't say that. I didn't say that well, at all. I don't know. I like, what's what has scored an eight point five? Has any of the one shots scored an eight point five for you? No. For me? What is no, a one shot? For Anthony? Yeah, like what's a one shot? A one shot uh, is basically not the any like big so cast. Solo. The small like, scale movies. movies. No, Guardians War. one. Smaller scale yeah. movies. Guardians, Guardians one. Count. Good. Guardians is kind of it's a full cast. Yeah. What are you talking about? So you're saying solo one off movie? Yeah. Wait, so like, how does Guardians Iron Man two come up? You have both right. I get what you're both you saying. Doctor Strange. But... You have Black. Wh- Those are all solo movies. Like I don't. Like, what do you? Is that not wrong? When are you? So you want one character? I mean, how is Guardians not? It's a brand new movie. It's because he's. They're saying it's, it's an ensemble. <laughs> it's an ensemble, dude. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I can't count Winter Soldier because there's well, I, I, I get people what in there. Saying. I, I would. I would call Guardians a lot, even though it's not some cast. Because it's it's a self-contained story that doesn't really extend to yeah. large anyone universe. else. Yeah, yeah. So but, I, ex- I exception. Know. I think I, I like it's a cop out. Uh, well, Definitely the point is, out. those those movies they 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 do remind me of reading comics. Not everything has to be the greatest story ever. I think it just has to stay above a six or a seven, and I'm good to go. Well, you, you want variety. You don't need everything to be yeah, world world ending. Do. I want smaller scale movies Agreed. To, to balance yeah. it out. So. I agree. I agree. You just got to do it well. That's I mean, I'd love the one shots. I'll be like nines too, but it's okay if they're not to me. Yeah. I mean, not everything has to be. Yeah. I think Winter Soldier is the perfect ace. Oh, I love that movie. Is the perfect what? Is the perfect ace of like a good solo ish movie. Winter True. Soldier. Yeah, it could stand on its own. You don't have to have any kind of back. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> All right, we've talked long okay. enough. <laughs> Almost two hours. Oh my god, we're just rambling. Oh my god. Okay. Right, anyone so still I, listening? I apologize. Okay. All right, I will share this. The biggest news for me, but you know, unless you guys are familiar with Asian cinema, is the guy they hired for the Mandarin. Like that's huge. Tony Lam, uh, very, oh. very well known Asian Lung. Hong Kong the singer actor. No, 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 the actor. Like if you right, watch those uh, Wong Kar Wai movies, he was the he was in Infernal Affairs. Um, Oh yeah, see, he is like high caliber actor, so that one blew me away. Like, oh my gosh, they actually scored him. Um, you know, he's very well known. He's been acting for years, so for him oh, yeah. to be like the Mandarin, I'm like, that's awesome. So that was big for me. But unless you follow Hong Kong or Asian cinema, you may not really know or realize his impact. But I thought that was like amazing. Like that blew me away. <laughs> they should have got Jackie Chan for that role. No, no. <laughs> freaking Shut up. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. man, that sounds like oh, something Kai. That's what some Kai would say. I don't even know anything about Asian actors, and that I knew that was wrong coming out of your mouth. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you. Oh, you know what? While you're doing that, I do want to 
something. I don't know what everybody else would think, but this whole get Keanu Reeves in the MCU thing really is bothering me. It's charming. Dude, they're, really? they're forcing yeah. a lot of things that fans yeah. want, which I'm a little, like, I don't like. I'm extremely wary. Like, I do like Keanu Reeves, but I think he's not a good actor. If you put him in the Whoa. MCU, just give him hot something take. where he hot doesn't got to say a whole lot. Wait, wait, damn, damn. Wait, he... He's not a great actor. Let's be honest. His oh, range, he's not not great. Great. His range right. is very limited. Okay, like Wait a yeah. pick What's his top three movies, right and I guarantee <laughs> you, they're movies where he has limited speaking lines. Oh, guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. So if you want to be great, let him do things. Don't let him say anything, oh, and it'll be gosh. a good movie. Damn. Well, what are some characters right. that don't say stuff? They'll probably give him one of those. Do yeah, uh, Moon Knight. Uh, Make a Moon Knight. I think Moon Knight's a great, great role for him. Black, Black Bolt. Bolt. Perfect. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. That's <laughs> fucking waste. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh Black Jesus. Black bolt of the Inhumans. Oh my god. Oh my I, god. I endorse that. Did I call that or did I call that? You did. Oh, I, I'm one with you. But I just wanted oh to get god. that out there, man. I, I think you, everybody hilarious. wants him in a serious role in MCU. Is is kidding themselves? Okay. Wait. I have like well, like apparently studio has thoughts, questions. But, you know. Will we ever see Spider-Man with Deadpool like everybody wants? Or are there still... Yeah? I think he's coming. I think he's coming. I think it's hard. Come in. Yeah. (laughs) What? Huh? What? Yes. For sure. He's going to be in Disney Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No, the point is, will they ever make a Spider-Man and Deadpool movie together? No, no, no. Is that the question? Is that the question? Sort of, yeah. I, I don't no, think so. No. Be an actual movie. movie or just see them in a movie together? Uh, like, and they'll be in a movie so. together. Like, I don't them so. in a movie together, like maybe I, I their movie. So. No, no, no. So. I, part I of an ensemble, yeah. they'll be together, but I don't yeah. think. Or you might hard. have a cameo of him in a Deadpool movie, but right. I don't think you're going to see a Deadpool Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it's too hard to r- rationalize between an R-rated character and a PG, PG-13. Oh, that would be so Agreed. You can't. You can't well, do it. Not necessarily. So. wasn't Wasn't Deadpool in like a couple episodes of the like Amazing Spider Man? Yeah, but that's all for kids. Yeah, you, you'll you'll neuter the Deadpool character in the movies. In yeah, one. if you if you do that, you'll neuter what makes him Deadpool. If you but soften. Didn't him they up. make the Once Upon a Deadpool for four uh, children and families? No, 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 no. That was just rated R comedy, or no, almost like rated no. R-70. They made it like PG thirteen. Oh, well, she's not wrong. Oh, that one, I, yes, yes, the, the PG-13 just, cut, yeah, but still, yeah. still. I don't know. I'm did, just speaking, speaking of which, did anybody watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Not yet. No? No. no. What about Dark Phoenix? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Not yet. I'm not, not yet. sure I'll ever watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will. I'll, I'll watch Dark Phoenix. I want, I want to see it, just because. <laughs> you know, I might, because my son liked all the X-Men movies. Oh, What's wrong I'll, with him? What's I'll wrong with another, him? I don't know. I'll take another, I'll take another bullet for you guys. Uh, I might watch it with them, but that's the only reason. I'll watch Otherwise, it. I'd avoid it. I'll watch it too. Like I avoid Amazing Spider-Man too. Just like I did, I took Inhumans for you guys. I'll watch it. Mm. <laughs> that was I don't bad. Think I'm ever gonna watch that. That was bad. No, man. that was really bad. That either. You're not no. missing right. anything. I think it's time to wrap up. We're almost yep. at two hours. Uh, yep. Thank you guys for joining. What I don't know. I looked at the movie list the rest of the year. It's pretty pretty empty. Terminator it's coming out in the fall. It's oh Terminator, yeah, Terminator. it too, and, and Star Wars. Oh yeah, I'm so uh, excited Star for Wars. it too. Oh, nobody, God. nobody watched Hellboy. We're not gonna no. do Hellboy. Oh, okay. oh listen, I, I did watch uh, Battle, <laughs> Battle Angel Alita. What the fuck are you talking about, Dad? Shut I up! Love I love Hellboy movies. They're great. This, this new one up. too. 
I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it, but I, I don't think you'll like it, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jeez. Alyssa. Yeah. I, I saw Battle Angel Alita. I thought it was pretty I good. did too. You guys want to do that? Let's do that. I can do we that. We should do it because yeah, I, I have that movie. so many I thought, problems. I thought, oh, I actually look at that. That's four good. right there. I can. I'll probably was, watch it in the next couple weeks. I was pleasantly weeks, surprised, so we should, actually. We you know what? I can you, do uh, the podcast recording and then give it to you, Anthony, if you want. <laughs> or I could just be in it. What? Yeah, <laughs> you could be in it. Fuck! Jesus, no, it's kicking me out. We don't want you in it, actually. I know. I don't. You don't know if I want. We just want you to work on it for us, but not be in. Seriously, can you just be there to activate Craig? Just push the button for us. Just push the button for us. Jesus. All right. <laughs> then I won't have to email you the file, and that'd be cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's make it easy. I'm with you, Todd. <laughs> My God. I'm just silent with you, Todd. While well, you guys are done finishing recording. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Have, you should wake up and make sure you turn it off for us. Thank That's you. That's right. Or you know, <laughs> just listen and not make us make you work. So exactly. Mute yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Anthony, when we're done with this, could you send out the invite for that? I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> I'm starting my own. Good luck. SDA two. I'm out with a new. I'll come up with five other Asian dudes to do a podcast with. Black girl. Hello. Black girl. Yeah. Look, you forgot again. Look at you. Wow. You're just like whoa. Some friend you are. Ella racist. Ella racist. Exclusionist. Asian supremacist. Some friend you are, Anthony. All right. Good night, guys. All right, guys. Bye. Always, always a pleasure. Mm -hmm. Of course. <laughs> Have a great one. All right. Good night, good night guys.